0: morning everyone and happy Monday this is Hannah B with the Monday morning motivation podcast I hope everyone is feeling nothing but positive vibes on this beautiful Monday morning and if you aren't I will make sure you are this week I have one of the most amazing human beings joining me she is so strong so incredibly inspiring and just so motivating. She is a ray of sunshine to everyone she meets. And this person is Michaela Drake, ladies and gentlemen, is joining me this week. She is one of the strongest people you will ever meet, a ray of sunshine and a light to this world. Michaela, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to be a part of Monday Motivation with Hannah B. What an intro. Thank you so much for having me. Way to hype me up. Oh, You are so welcome. So <laughs> Michaela, I know that the past like year and a half have been super rough on you, your sisters and your mom. Can you just give me a little bit of information about What happened within the past year and a half and how you and your family were affected?
1: So my family has been affected by loss in kind of a big way. I know a lot of people right now are dealing with loss. So I'm excited to be here to talk a little bit more about it. Uh, My dad actually had fought colon cancer for five years. So quite a bit of time, Uh, but we're actually coming up to the first year. Anniversary of his passing on February 28th. So it's almost been about a year. I can't believe it's crazy how fast, you know, the years right. go, or the year, I should say, has gone by. But the entire experience for my family with, you know, the ups and the downs, remission and relapse, uh, and then a very, very humbling experience for us all at the end of his life, it has definitely been a very drawn out loss for us all. Right. So, that's kind of just a snapshot about what's happened in our world and how it's been
0: kind of rocked upside down. But yeah. So I know that it's, it has been, I I feel like this past year and a half has just been super hard, especially with everything that happened with COVID and then the loss of your dad. And then, you know, I know your sister graduated high school and you graduated. So I know that it was probably hard without him There to see, but I know he was watching over you. So, what are the coping mechanisms that you've been using to help with this loss? Well, like you had mentioned,
1: there's been a ton of exciting and beautiful things happening this year, uh, which I think we deserve. Absolutely. (laughs) um, An extra thing, but it has been hard. Those, you know, the first year is always so, so difficult for people that are experiencing loss just because. You're learning the first of holidays. You're learning the first of birthdays without the person that you've lost. And it's really, really hard. I think in kind of a weird, twisted way, it's been helpful having the pandemic going on. Uh, It's been hard and challenging in other ways, but without having to have those normal uh, holidays and birthday celebrations, just how they normally would be, just because we have to kind of isolate a little bit. Right. I think that's been really helpful for our healing, just for the first year of events that rolls around so kind of finding a weird kind of optimism in that way uh, but in terms of just coping in general routine you know having a set routine because really really helps uh, focusing on being the kindest and most hardworking person I can be it's such a great time to really reflect and find ways to improve yourself um, what else Keeping active and eating well, that's something that I really try to do anyways, but that's been something that's really, really helped me, Uh, especially right after uh, all of this had happened. Reading a lot of books and practicing a lot of self-reflection has been a godsend. It has been absolutely amazing. Just reading, reading, reading. There's so much to learn. Uh, That's helped a lot of books about grief are out there that are awesome. Is there any specific and books that you would recommend? So there's a book called It's Not Supposed to Be This Way by Lisa Turkert. And I have to say that that book really, really kind of became my spine and held me up during some of the darkest yeah. months of my life this year, for sure. Absolutely. Um, it is more Christian based. And kind of talks about the power of God working through grief and through the terrible things that might happen to you. But it's awesome because it twists it in a way that really shares how important these monumental moments are and these formative experiences that they're so painful. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're really improving yourself. You're getting better and stronger each and every day so you can help other people around you. Um, Another coping mechanism that I really, really uh, appreciate as well is just surrounding myself with people who support me and the people that have held my hand through the good days and the really ugly days. Uh, Those people I really, really appreciate. And I think it's important to have the right kind of friends and family in your corner, for sure.
0: Absolutely. I know that when I lost my grandparents, I know just surrounding myself with those positive people that uplift you, right? That are going to be there for you no matter what on those good days, on those bad days, and Definitely. I know you have two sisters. So how, I know, how have you guys been co Like, I know, are you the, are you the oldest sister? I'm the middle, the trouble child. <laughs> <laughs> so how has it been with your younger sister? And I know, cause she graduated college or high school. Um, was your dad able to make that graduation or how, how how did she feel about that? How has she been coping with it because she's the, the youngest one?
1: So this is kind of an interesting question because at the end, just to some background information, my dad did go through hospice. So that's kind of the process where it's like a palliative care, end of life care. You know that the person is going to pass away, but it's right. just they're in a facility where Um, it's just the most comfortable for them to make that transition. And we had a conversation with my dad, just me and my two sisters, and this was in February and we had this like final conversation. And I think about this conversation all the time because it was just so, so moving, but we were talking about the graduations because my younger sister and I were both graduating. I was going to be in the following December, So about a little bit under a year from that point and that she was going to be graduating that spring. So right away. So we both had graduations coming up and we were just kind of communicating that we were upset that he wasn't going to be there, but you know, this is life. What, you know, what are you going to do? And he was just saying that, well, no, of course I'll be there. I'll definitely be there for both of your graduations. And I know for mine, Uh, My graduation was on Zoom and I watched it in my living room. So that was really exciting. (laughs) But for my sister at the high school, uh, they did this drive-through, or not drive-through, but a drive-by celebration of all the seniors driving through the parking lot. And there was all these teachers in the parking lot rooting them on. It was really, really awesome. And I have goosebumps just thinking about it. I know that my dad was there. Uh, You could feel his presence so strong. and yeah and I don't know like for people listening maybe you're spiritual maybe you're not but my family's pretty spiritual and it was just something that you could feel his force and like his presence since the minute I woke up I was like he's around he said he was going to be around and we all felt him so strongly around so that's so I know he was there in spirit for both of ours for sure but unfortunately that was a little bit later on in the year that we graduated Oh, so he gosh. wasn't around. I have the Physically,
0: I have the chills thinking about it. That reminds me of when I was picking a school to transfer to, and I kept going mm-hmm. back and forth between Elmhurst and North Central and Dominican. And then every time I went to Elmhurst, it was just sunny and it was always a good day. And then when I went to like the other schools, it'd be like rainy and cold. And I'm right. Like, I feel like it's a sign that grandma is telling me that this is the right school for me. So it's like, definitely. Those, like signs that, you know, the person is watching over you, like your guardian angel. Like, definitely, you know, those for sure. random times and especially when you need it. So that's right. awesome. That's, that's so powerful. That's, oh my goodness. So, and you know it in your heart. When you right. feel it,
1: you shouldn't doubt it. That's okay. I know that's this person from the other side. They're communicating with me. This is, you know, divine timing, everything. We might not think it makes sense on this side, but, you know, it all has a rhyme or reason. Absolutely. For sure.
0: Absolutely. So what do you do on the days that you are missing your dad extra? Like the days that are just super hard, like, you know, maybe you just don't even want to get out of bed and start the day. Like it's just those that really rough day. What do you do?
1: So... This is something that I've definitely got better at over time, but I try to really fully sit in my feelings. And it's completely natural, normal, I'd say even necessary to have those days where everything just hurts and all you can do is lay in your bed and cry. It doesn't matter if it's a fresh loss that you're just recently going through or if it's, you know, been a while there are going to be days where everything just hurts and it's so important to sit through those feelings cry as much as you need right um something I always like to say is that it's okay to lay in the fetal position for a little bit and just be numb and hurt as long as you don't stay there forever eventually you have to get up and continue on but that's just a funny little thing I always say I'm definitely a creature of distraction so I like to be productive when I'm upset so I don't face my feelings and so I can just keep on going. But truly throughout this specific experience that hits so far home for me, I've kind of been forced to realize how essential it is to hone in on what you're feeling and just sit in it, let it hurt for a while while you just rest. Rest is so valuable. And it's totally okay to step away, feel all of the things, while you're processing and recovering because it's a really difficult experience. Absolutely. So absolutely important. Even though it's scary, I know it's so hard sometimes to sit down and face your feelings, but just trying to sit in them, process them as opposed to distracting myself every single time. Because I do love to do that.
0: <laughs> you no, know, and that happens. I think it's I think that it's important that we recognize how we're feeling rather than ignoring our feelings, right? Because When you ignore how you're feeling one day, you're just going to, it's all going to bottle up and you're just going to let it all out. And it's good to just Mm -hmm. have those days where, you know, you might have those rough days, but it's okay to kind of sit in, sulk in how you're feeling, right. And reflect on how you, what you can do to better yourself for the next day. So I love that. I love that piece of advice. So Michaela, I have to ask you, what is your favorite memory with your dad?
1: Oh, my gosh. This is my favorite question. (laughs) I love this. And when you say this, it's like a part of me is like, oh, so sad. I don't want to think about this. But also, I love this question. It's challenging to pinpoint one specific valuable memory with my dad, because there's just so many treasurable memories that I get to keep with me forever. I'm so thankful I get to, you know, the power of memory just to keep those things with me, even though he's not here anymore. But just some background information, my dad and I were freakily identical in terms (laughs) of humor and personality. Like, we were the same soul just split into two bodies, I'm convinced. Um, He truly was the only person that I really felt in tune with. Uh, And even now, like, I still... I feel him communicate with me even now, and it's just... I've never felt that connection in that way with anybody before. So it's kind of funny. Our birthdays were only a day apart. Oh so my goodness. We've always been kind of grouped together for yeah. being one in the same for as long as I can remember. And I mean, if I could help it, I seriously never left his side. He was probably so annoyed that I would never leave him alone, but he's always been my biggest inspiration for sure. Uh, one of the people, one of the most, Um, admired people in my life for sure but to answer your question I'm (laughs) rambling now but to answer your question my favorite memories collectively because like I said I can't just pick one right my favorite memories collectively together were just the weird situations where we would get (laughs) stuck together just the two of us and it was always in some like, super weird, inconvenient, just (laughs) overall hilarious situation all the time. Oh, my god! And it was just so stupid, the situations we'd end up in together. So whether we were stranded on the side of the road (laughs) or just in an uncomfortable situation, (laughs) it was just, like, our big thing forever has always been, like, he would always say this to me, just like, oh, I'm always stuck with you. And that was just (laughs) always our thing. And these moments are so cherishable to me just because they really taught me how to laugh and find the highlight yeah. in any situation. Absolutely. No matter where you are, what's going on. We always were just laughing about it. Like I remember so vividly, we went to this fair that was just in a parking lot somewhere and there was some reason our car wasn't working. So we had to wait for someone to pick us up, but then their car wasn't working. I don't remember. There was a full situation. <laughs> And me and him were just sitting on the curb of like a parking lot. Like, I want to say we were in a library just in an (laughs) abandoned parking lot sitting there like, oh, I'm always stuck with you. And we're just waiting. So we would always laugh and find the highlights because that's just something we always did when we were stuck together. And that's something that's kind of I've clung on to. That no matter the situation, whether I'm alone stuck in traffic or I'm, yeah. you know, oh, I have a flat tire on the side of the road, I think of him and I'm like, oh, this is so funny and stupid
0: that this happened to
1: me, <laughs> and but I low-key like, love this.
0: <laughs> but he's <laughs> so, oh, oh my goodness, but he's always definitely there for you, even in those moments, like oh, you get stranded sure. on the side of the road, like you know that your dad's there with you because you've had so many right. of those memories,
1: <laughs> and he was the car guy, so like the major mechanic in my life (laughs) (laughs) it would fix he would put out all the little fires for me but so now when I have even the small inconveniences I'm like yep yep I know he's here because I'm always stuck with him
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is so oh my goodness I love that that is that's a memory that you will cherish forever and like I said when you do go through those times of you know, having a flat tire or whatever, you you know that it's a sign that he's there with you. And he's probably laughing, looking over you like, Michaela, I'm here with you. Right, exactly. (laughs) I'm a middle school teacher. And I was
1: just telling my students yesterday, we were talking about the power, and this is perfect for your show, the power of positivity and optimism and just all of those good things. Right. And I said, I'm like, listen, if something crappy happens to you, And you say, oh, this is terrible. I'm going to have the worst day of my life because my morning's kind of off. Like, I can guarantee you your day is not going to be great because you have that negative attitude. Absolutely. But if you just make that little switch in your head, I told them, like kind of connecting this to the story. um, I had told them literally every inconvenient thing that happens to me, even if it's like starting to set me up for a bad morning. I just laugh at it. I'm like, this is hilarious that this would happen right now. Yeah, and I know yeah. this yeah. sucks, but my day can only go up from here. Like if you have that attitude, so much more positive things are going to happen to you and be attracted to you throughout oh, yeah. your days in your life. And it's, it's just funny that I had that conversation literally yesterday yeah. that you can be in the worst situation and you can always find an opportunity to laugh Absolutely. in any situation and just to be positive.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It's like when I lock my keys in the, my car, and I'm like, "All right, well, you know what? I'm just gonna laugh it off. Right. Have a good day, right? Like Life's you just, just better kind of, that way. It's more fun, exactly. Like I always tell people: inhale all the positivity and exhale all the negativity that is I love going that. through your Definitely. brain, right? Like, and literally, if you meditate, like literally go, and it's you feel like a brand new person after that, like just for sure, a yeah. cleansing breath. But the last question I have for you today, Michaela is what is one piece of advice you would give to someone who is going through a loss? One piece of
1: advice. Well, I would start that off by saying that there's like a beautiful humanness that shines through when you're grieving or coping with loss, regardless of it's, you know, whether it's a friend or family member or just somebody you know, there's not a one size fits all when it comes to working through loss. There's no correct way or a best way to get through it. Uh, There's going to be days regardless where you feel on top of the world, but there's also going to be days where you feel fully under it. And at the end of the day, you need to do what you need to do in order to heal, regardless of what anybody else thinks of it, because it isn't selfish at all to fully nourish yourself with the ingredients necessary to pull through these extremely heavy and painful emotions for sure. So, I mean, I'm not going to tell you to go, you know, (laughs) drinking a lot and go do drugs because that's what you think is healthy for you. But if you just have to shut off the world for a little bit, and kind of just ignore your phone, that's perfectly fine. That's not selfish. Your real friends will understand. Um, Exactly. Yeah. There's this, I'd like to mention too, that one of my favorite drawings ever, it's like a little, I don't know if it's considered a meme or if it's just a doodle, I don't know, but there's this woman holding a vase and the animation is representing kind of life in three waves. So the first wave this woman's holding the vase looks like she's bought it she's all happy it's shiny and pretty perfect but then the second wave she drops the vase and she's crying because of course she dropped the vase but the final wave she's holding this mosaic that she made from the broken vase so I love this and I always share this with people all the time because sometimes we know that this is representing that things happen in life that are painful and that they hurt whether it's lost to whatever capacity, um, that's just inevitable. And sometimes it takes our worst nightmares coming true, which sucks and it's scary and it hurts. But sometimes it takes that, you know, it's necessary for that to happen in order for us to kind of fully shatter and reach our breaking point, but to learn how to be resilient and to come back up, uh, build ourselves up better and stronger than ever before. And I just think that's so beautiful that from the worst things that happen to whatever capacity, big or small, we can make something so beautiful out of it. And everything that happens to us, positive or negative, is a learning and growing experience. And all of those experiences collectively can just help us be better people for other people and for ourselves,
0: you know? Absolutely. Oh, that was beautiful. I literally have, like, tears in my eyes because I love what you just said. That was perfectly (laughs) good. and. I think that, you know, every negative experience, you know, we can always make into a positive, right? Reflect on those memories that you can cherish forever. And as much as it hurts, I I really, I believe that, you know, time does heal, but it's, it never does at the same time because you're always, you always have that pain and that hurt of that right. loss, but that person will always be with you and watching over you and, Michaela, I just want you to know that I know you're making your dad so proud, and I feel like he's here with us right now. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, I just, I'm really proud of you. And, you know, I know that this is a hard topic to talk about, but I can definitely tell you that my listeners out there are going to appreciate this so much because I feel like a lot of us, you know, do deal with loss, but we don't cope with it in the right way or we kind of hold it in and hide our feelings from other people, but a strong person like you, you know, I wanted my listeners to hear from because you are a wonderful human being who you are doing so many amazing things. And I just know that your dad is smiling up above, looking down on you and you're making him so proud. So thank you so much for, you know, being so strong and sharing your advice and all the wonderful things that you are doing to cope with this loss. Everyone, be sure to go follow my good friend, Michaela Drake, on Instagram at Michaela Drake. She has the most wonderful pictures of her and her dad. So be sure to check her out. She's a wonderful human and she is a ray of sunshine. Michaela, thank you again so much. Thank you so much for having me. You really reversed Uno card me. Now I'm crying. (laughs) I love you. I just want to give you a big hug. Big (laughs) hug. Stay strong. I'm here for you always. And. You are a wonderful human. And I know I've said that a million times, but please believe that. Thank
1: you so much, Hannah. I appreciate it.
0: I hope that you know if you are coping with a loss, please know that you are never alone. You are so strong and you will most definitely get through it. As always, sending you nothing but positive vibes. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hannah B underscore on air and go like my Facebook page, Monday Motivation with Hannah B. Have a wonderful week, everyone.